The name's Daphne. Daphne Doolittle, the dame with the private eye. It was 3 a.m. in the city that always sleeps, and I was ducking, dodging, and dancing my way down, under, and around the slings and arrows of unrequited love, as eponymously embodied by... Ishtar Ashtar, annuated aggregator of Amore. And tonight, my desirable Doolittle, my darling Daphne, my demented devotion will be your devastating demise. Friends own me, will you, Daphne? <laughs> Ishtra Ashtar was the mercurial manifestation of a myriad of mystical and mythical avatars of adulation by ancient auguries long since evicted from Earth's estate. She had been unwisely unleashed upon Weirton earlier today in my office on the top floor of the old building over there. After my unilobed and infantic but otherwise reliable assistant, Stinky Pink, did what he does best, interrupted me. The boss. Hey, boss. Stinky Pink, haven't I told you to never, ever impinge upon my midnight meditation? You know, my focus falters whenever my Tai Chi is kiboshed on the cusp of dusk. Now, where is my chai tea? We got us a client. She calls herself... Professor Marion Braxton, Dean of Ancient Ologies, Ographies, Onomies, and other suffocating suffixes at the Online University of the Internet. The boss, how'd you know that? It's almost like you're a, a, a witch. Absolutely, Stinky. I practice the dark art of reading her card, in this case. She just handed it to me. I'm also an adjunct professor at West Liberty University. That part wouldn't fit on my card. I'm descended from a long line of witch hunters. I'm afraid I'll have to burn you at the stake tonight. And so soon after Valentine's Day. But it's my sacred ancestral duty. Now where are my matches? Oh right, next to the extra gasoline in the backseat of my car. Extra gasoline? Yeah. In case I run out of gas. Be right back. What a fascinating species of... of... What is his species precisely? Undetermined. Some scientists think he's the missing link. Others think the weakest link. And you? He sweeps the floors, makes a mean grilled cheese sandwich, and puts the lid back on the Ben and Jerry's. What more could a single girl ask for? Well, from a sociological standpoint... Rhetorical question, Professor Braxton. Rhetorical question. Now, what convulsant conundrum confounds you? This detective. An urn? Precisely. And it's your urn? My urn. Ah, urns. This one appears to be a funerary urn, circa 800 BC. Give or take a century and a messiah or two. One can never be too sure with urns. Indeed. But where did you find this urn? Well, normally... I buy my urns in bulk from Doug Jackson Hands of Clay, but this one I got at a community yard sale. You buy your urns in bulk? I have pet rats. I buy them in bulk too. You see, rats never live long, and I can't bear to part with them in this life. So I cremate their corpses on the patio grill, cast their cinders in a colorless urn, and stash them on the mantelpiece. I have two. Urns? Uh, no. Mantelpieces for the urns. Oh. I see. But what makes this urn special, Professor? It's hermetically sealed. Hermetically sealed? Yes. 
Detective, I can't get it unsealed. And Rat just died. Rat? My oldest pet rat. And his name was Rat? All my rats are named Rat. I'm farsighted, so I can't tell them apart. I just call them all Rat. Your imagination is intoxicating, Professor. Above the legal limit. Now, Detective Rat, the rat, was special to me, and now that he's tossed his salad, I need his urn for his ashes. Can you unseal the urn? Naturally. Most hermetical seals are designed to keep academics out. They are? And children, but mostly academics. Fortunately for you, I have a PhD in common sense. A little twist of the lid and... Ah! 10,000 years in an urn and my double joints have triple the crick and quadruple the creak. Also incessant itching and sybaritic stirrings in my libidinous loins. Where's my healing herbs and dutiful dwarves when I need them? After all, I am the annuated aggregator of amore. It's well past my time to suss out some sultry and savory subordinates for my hot-blooded hankerings. Professor oh, Braxton, what is that? Well, I'm not an expert. You're a professor! Adjunct and online. <laughs> Good point. But surely you know how to summon Siri the seer. Ah, now you're in my wheelhouse, detective. Summoning Siri the seer now. Oh my goddess, who is this lovely creature? Uh, me? You know, I've spent eternities with men. Men of all kinds, tall and ugly, short and fat, fat and ugly, tall and short. Tall and short? Height does not always equal length. Got it. But never have I encountered a human female with quite the amorous allure and concupiscent charm as you, my shimmering shell of skin and bone. What are you saying? I think I'm in love. Ah, oh, great. Not again. Professor, anything from Siri the Sia yet? I fear a non-consensual act of necromantic nookie in my near future. Could I have your Wi-Fi password? I'm out of data for the month. Password. Yes, your password. Password. Yes, what is your password? P-A-S-S. Oh, detective. Password is a highly impractical password. It's one of the two things that makes sense to Stinky. What's the other thing? Quantum mechanics. Now, get this phantasmagoric pest off my tail. <gasps> phantasmagoric pest? Detective Doolittle, I am the authorized amalgamation, the archetypal aggregate of Aphrodite, Inanna, Venus, Isis. I am a goddess supersized. Hold the Freya, don't mind the dwarves, but the giants are a little too thick. Love the Brising's necklace, though. The panoplyic prestidigitations of a kajillion cosmic kingdoms are within a silken snap of my well-manicured fingertips. Yet, in spite of my almighty awesomeness, I pour forth my foolish heart to you. And this is how you recklessly remit my impassioned infatuations? Well, fine. I've annihilated more than one lung-headed lover in my time. Pe prepare to be pummeled with palpitations of pulsating power! And with that 
Well, it would be Paramore bloomed bigly, ascended through our ruptured roof and hovered high above Whitney's contaminated clouds. Mr. Braxton, and... uh, yes, just connected to the Wi-Fi. Siri, search for ancient spell or divination or incantation or limerick that would derive an unleashed spirit back into her crusty urn. I'm sorry. I do not recognize. Urn. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I do not recognize. Uh, 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 Professor, if we don't get Ishtar Ashtar back into that urn, she could level this entire city, which might actually increase tourism. Never, detective. Never will I return to such a cramped carafe as that. And you can't make me. The urn! She broke the urn! Oh, you're a feisty female detective. I like feist. Alas, I will endure rampant remorse and reams of regret over your demise. But I'll get over it in half a millennium or so. And a little psychotherapy, of course. I, I have it, detective! I have it! Potholes. Potholes? Have you ever hit one? It's hell on wheels. Or without wheels, if you hit it just right. What does that have to do with my galloping goddess? Hell on wheels, detective. In other words, Hades. She's going to confine you to the pit of Hades. So why not confine her to a pit of our own? The deepest pothole on Main Street. Huh. Worth a try. I'll need a shovel and some asphalt. Oh, oh, language, detective language. Stinky Pink keeps some in his private clubhouse out back. Clubhouse? It's really an abandoned portage on, but the smell suits him. Back into Jeff. Oh, d- d- detective, for this plan to work, you're gonna have to pretend you've fallen in love with her. I was afraid the professor would hypothesize such a theorem. I raced to Stinky Pink's private portage on, um, a clubhouse. Ugh, the smell. Ugh. Flush the toilet. It wouldn't flush, of course. So I held my nose while appropriating the asphalt. Grabbed a shovel and raced back to the scene of paranormal pandemonium. Jumped into the deepest pothole on Main Street. (laughs) (sighs) Professor, I need a rope! Oh, my dental floss work! It'll have to! Professor, I'll stand in this pothole and lure Ashtar in. As soon as you see her enter, start shoveling. But won't you still be in it? Don't worry about me. Just trap her. Then doing my best to unveil, to veil my revulsions in a ruse of romance, I gamely summoned the super goddess. Oh, great Ishtar, Ashtar, I beg your mercy. Perhaps I was a hair's breadth hasty and avoiding your vamps. I would like to give it another salubrious shot. Why, detective? I am not accustomed to my beloved bows recanting their rejections. Why, you are more lasciviously luscious to me than any half-witted Hercules or humdrum Hephaestus. Where would you like to honeymoon, honey love? Mount Olympus? The Valley of the Kings? I know! Grand Castle, then El Dorado. Oh, I wonder what our celebrity super couple's nickname should be. Daftar? Ishni? <gasps> Ashtar? No, Professor! Where are you going, my insatiable enamorata? Where are you? Oh! What is this fiery breeze? 
Within seconds, the asphalt asphyxiated her, subcutaneously sealing her sordid soul below street level forever. Or at least until next winter. Now, detective, if you'll excuse me, I have to go earn shopping. Rats Memorial Service is at noon today, and it's all about the presentation. Farewell. Roof repair, new office furniture, materials used in the course of battle. What's that, detective? My invoice. You don't think I subjugate supernatural suitors for free, do you? Oh my. Guess I'll have to settle for the Ziploc bag. And as dawn dawned, I purposefully plodded my way back to the old building over there, now with a sunroof, intent on hermetically sealing the file on the case of the googly-eyed goddess and turning in for the night, well, the morning. But as I lifted the door off its hinges and entered my office, my heavy, half-opened eyes saw a shadowy silhouette of a stout, yet strong fellow, intently carving what appeared to be a pyre. Oh, the hay balls. I've sharpened the stake, spread the straw, and struck a match. I hate to do this, but it's for my family's honor. It's time for you to burn, witch. Burn. Uh, well, no rest for the weary and wary. Looks like another full frontal lobotomy is in Stinky Pink's future. Just another round-the-clock day in the life of Daphne Doolittle, the dame with the private eye. Now, where'd I leave my sewing kit?